W I M T Y Wimty Podcast. Back at it again with another one. Shane, what episode are we on, homie? I think we're on sixteen. Sixteen. That's a good number. Is your mic on? I don't even think your mic's on. Yeah, you can hear me though. I'm out. Okay. I'm here. Whatever. Yeah. It's all good. Just got done doing a podcast. My good friend, Anthony Albano. Um a sweet guy. Like what just a good guy. Holy shit. Good guy all around, man. Yeah. Um a lot of you probably know him. Anybody who's local has has probably uh hung out with him <clears throat> at McGuire's or um, you know, he's worked at a couple other restaurants. He's been, he's been at McGuire's for a while. He runs McGuire's sushi now. Um man, I went to high school with him. Uh and, you know, kind of touched base a little later in life and uh what just it was a really good time, man. We even like, went back to, man, there was a conversation I had with him like six years ago that I guess really, really touched him, really stuck with him. And that, I mean, that's important to me though. Like that's, that's why we do this podcast. Um, and it just, it just kind of came back full circle. Uh, but I mean, at the end of the day, like, man, listen to each other, talk to each other, uh, be kind to each other. That shit works. You know, it comes back to you for sure. Full circle. And we had a little bit of that tonight. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy listening to it. I just, uh, to be straight up, um, I, I think the first 15 minutes are a little rocky. We had, uh, uh, there was a little bit of a delay in our headphones, so that was kind of messing with our concentration a little bit. So if for some reason you think like maybe the vibe's a little weird or where we kind of weren't on the same page for a minute, you know, it was, I think it was a little bit of the jitters for, you know, it was his first time on a podcast and also we had a little bit of a delay, but once we get through the first 15 minutes, it just time just flew. We went like normally do about 60 minutes on this podcast. We did a full 90, and I, I could have gone another hour, like for sure. Um, but anyway, I hope you dig listening to it. Uh, reach out to us, email us, wimty.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up on Facebook. We love hearing from you guys, love hearing feedback. Um, and uh, enjoy listening to Anthony Albano. Nice. That was nice. There you go. <laughs> Man, I like that a lot. Does it feel a little more official now? And I'm, it's it's sounding how I thought it would sound in my head. Yeah. <laughs> I like you. Uh, well, cheers, boys. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. This is, man, relaxing already. Ooh, ah. little, little Basil Hayden. Yeah. Maker's Mark. We're going to sip this. Yeah, the guys, feel free if you want to just grab the bottle, man, put it on the table. Oh, I like fine. it. I like it far away. I've been drinking less and less and less these days, so I'm, yeah. I appreciate that, and I might have to. I can't drink more. much, man. I have a doctor's appointment early. How early? Uh, Ten o'clock, but it's out on 38. So. Oh, my God. Which I'm normally up way before then anyway, but. Me too. I'm also normally um, normally asleep by now, too, though. I'm, I'm sorry. Old. It's my fault. No, it's my fault. <laughs> nah, man. I, I like being here at night. Because we don't have to worry about uh, the noises from the other end um, and French all that fries. kind of stuff. French yeah, people, people making French fries behind us and shit. Well, the guys downstairs just killing it with some uh, random mod country. Yeah, Ooh. during the day, the kayak shop downstairs, they'll play country music pretty loud, and I can hear it up in my <laughs> office sometimes. Really? Country music? Yeah. Oh, At a kayak? Get, yeah. Down. But not good country. This is all country that's like post-Garth Brooks. 
Okay. Oh, fair enough. Anything in the last 20 years. <clears throat> yeah, pretty terrible. Like no Way- no Waylon or Willie or <laughs> anything like that. Or Wheeler. No Wheeler Walker. No Wheeler Walker. <laughs> well, shit. Our I guest know, today is Anthony. A Thank lot of you. you know him from, uh, well, you lived in this area for a long time, right? All my life. There you go. And uh, you can you can see him running running the show over at McGuire Sushi, taking care of people. So what's up, man? You just got off work. Just got off work. Yeah. Thank you for staying staying up, staying late for me. Uh, Deal, man. Man, I love my job. Yeah, let's talk about it. Shit, let's go right I, into I, it. I, I hate to just make it about my job, but uh, yeah, 2017 has been awesome. We've had lots of support, and uh, I don't know. We just killed it. We've been very fortunate. And everyone who's been a part of it, I just can I start the shout outs now? I mean, it'll take like whatever an you hour. wanted to, man. I'm this good. is I'm kidding, though. yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm really happy. I'm really happy. I, it's hard to find happiness at your job sometimes, especially when it's the same over and over and mm-hmm. over again. And this is uh, this has been the best year at, at McGuire's for me, I think. Everything's yeah. kind of coalesced, everything's come together. Uh, Everyone works in concert, and now I don't have to feel bad that I'm not bartending with all my friends. Yeah, it's like, oh, I have a whole new set of friends. Oh man, this is awesome. Everyone's on the same page. Everyone believes in the same thing, and you know, you have a, a set of expectations when you work at McGuire's, and it's hard to convey that to outsiders when they come in. And it just kind of worked. I don't know. The people we have now, like Sean, Sean Wassner. Oh, my God. He's so awesome. He knows how all the things work. You know, he knows that we're all supposed to work together and, and uh, you know, put the small stuff aside. I mean, he's worked every station and every position in the in the restaurant industry. And he's a sushi chef. And sushi chefs kind of suck as a rule. Is I mean, he the one that's always there when I'm in there? Yeah, he's always yeah. there. He's oh, we great. Have the, yeah, he's great. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, and everybody else just kind of falls in line. Mark, Mark Higgins, awesome dude. Well, everything they put out is flawless. They all do it the same. Yeah, it's that's the thing. It's like how do you consistency is one of the you know the main pillars of having a good restaurant. And they all of their roles look the same. All of the dishes look the same, and they all strive for that. And oh man, I'm such a, a restaurant geek at this mm-hmm. point. But the, yeah. all those little things matter to me. Uh, I don't know. It's um, it feels good going to uh, to your job, knowing that you're gonna you know do something special that day, make mm. people happy. Yeah, and uh, I can't ask for much more. Yeah, well, man, it's been fun to see you just in in the last little bit of time, you know, because uh, like I've become a regular there, oh, yeah. um, and uh, you know, like I said, I've, I think I mentioned it on this on here before. There was a, a sushi place that we used to drive about 20 minutes to go to every time just because that's where that's where we went to get sushi like we were hardcore that's the only place we go and one time like we were over at we like we went opening before you opened jeremy invited me over there mm-hmm. um and he was like come try some rolls and stuff and so we went and tried it and you know whatever but we didn't we didn't go back for like six months and then one night like i guess i think i think we were trying to go to mcguire's and it was too full i think that's right when you like took over and started going in there we know what went over there and we were just super impressed man and ever oh, since then you. it's been that's just we don't go to the other sushi place anymore thank you thank i you, hate thank to you. say that like not to you know whatever but we was it a sushi place in for walton no no it's the, the other way 
Oh. Um, still a great place. Not knocking it at all. It's just we don't have to drive so far to get yeah, no, I feel you. The, the, the good <laughs> stuff anymore, you know? I still haven't been, man. It's just like if you have a really good, like... I, that's all I hear. All yeah. I hear are good things. Yeah, I mean, if you have a good Nug Connect and you got to go 30 minutes to meet them, and then, <laughs> and then you find out... That, I don't know what that yeah, means. And then you find out that... You know, little Ray Ray two doors down got the, <laughs> got the same nugs. You aren't you aren't going to get the nugs no more. Heck yeah, I've always wanted to be people's yeah. Ray Ray. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you my sushi Ray Ray. Yeah, yeah, sushi Ray Ray. Got the good good. Yeah. Well, it's all it's all how it interconnects. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, we went to high school together. Not that we really spent much time in high school, but just knowing you as a familiar face, you know, we've always been kind of connected in the, mm. the industry. I remember. The couple of times talking to you at KJ's, those times will always stand out to me. Yeah, um, blow my mind. Another podcast, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but seeing you, you know, and do your thing at your job, and you be a part of McGuire's. I mean, you you've been a regular at just when I worked at the bar. I mean, you were a regular there. Mm. We all loved you, and it's just I don't know, man. It's it's crazy how all the overlap just kind of benefits everyone, and we all kind of strive for the same things and it's great to see you move on yeah to be honest with you yeah you don't know what kind of service you've done for jeremy and the deck i mean you don't know how good you you know you make all that look well, thanks man oh no i mean it you know i know jeremy would would back me up on this he's really taken over dealing with the uh with all the entertainment, but yeah, you've been a boon to him for sure. I love it, man. He's, we have a really good working relationship, man. Jeremy throws me a bunch of stuff and he gets all the money back anyway from me. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. He's keeping it in house. Oh. He's like, that shit's just going to come back to me. Oh, anyway. he's a badass. Yeah. He, yeah. he's really found his niche and, and, uh, yeah, I knew Jeremy back when he was, you know, just kind of like debt captain manager and mm. then he's taken off from there. But, uh, I don't know. Maybe. I feel like that place, I feel like Magu- just Maguire's in general is a case study. Like sure. if you want to know, if you want to know how to run a restaurant and I, this is just from an observer, you know, I'm sure it's different from behind the scenes, but uh, like you said, everything is consistent. Everything, you know, are we good? Are we recording over? I hope no, we just we're tripped out for a minute. <clears throat> um, but, uh, but everything's like, everything is always very, very consistent. Everyone's always nice. Like, dude, Stu, like Stu bartended my wedding. Mm-hmm. I thought for like the first three years I went in there, I mm-hmm. thought that was an act. No. <laughs> no, that's him, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was like, this dude can't be for real, you know? Um, but like, I feel like there's just like this, this standard that, that somehow that restaurant pulls off. And that's why it's probably, I mean, that's got to be the most successful restaurant within, you know, it's just 60 miles. It's the most consistent. And there's two tenants. There's yeah. two tenant main tenants that uh, they adhere to. And it's um, like, oh, yeah, warm and friendly service, employees who give a damn. That's like one tenant. And uh, if you're not proud of it, don't serve it. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds kind of hokey, but it's ultimately like, man, we're all responsible. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what that's supposed to look like. like man, that's, that steak pie doesn't look like that. Like, take it back. You know, and you can say that, not that, not that the GM would ever let that happen, but it's just, uh, it's about taking personal responsibility, which I mean, come on, it's a restaurant. Everyone thinks, oh man, it's just a restaurant. No, I mean, it's an institution and it's something to be proud of. And they treat their, 
their employees really, really good. I mean, 401k, insurance, bail you out of jail, you know, <laughs> stuff like yeah. that. Like, you know, you know, everyone stand up. But it's, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's what it's all about. And it's really a family atmosphere. And, you know, how many restaurants can you really say? I mean, there's there's people who've been there for a long time, but how can you say that an entire restaurant feels that way. And mm-hmm. that's how it feels. And that's why it's special. And that's why, you know, at the end of the day, we're all there for each other. And, uh, yeah. You know. Well, you've kind of carved your own little, you kind of have your own little corner now, though. It's so great. Right? It's so great. It's it's like me being able to do what we did at the bar. Just, uh, I mean, a different cuisine. You know, that was a learning experience. But, um, yeah, having overlap, like, regulars that I had at McGuire's and now they're here at McGuire's Sushi and then all these other people that I've got to meet. Like, I didn't realize how much people on the harbor talk to each other and networked ideas and just kind of all did the same thing. You know, all our presence on the harbor, like if you are on a boat, if you take people parasailing, whatever you do, if you fish... I'm pretty sure that you've heard of Maguire Sushi because I see you every single day. We're so lucky mm-hmm. to have those guys. And uh, Nick Hunter, my current customer of the month, thank you. <laughs> you have uh, you've really networked a lot of people in there. Uh, I mean, I just I don't know where to begin, but yeah, I'm just man. I'm really really happy yeah. when it comes to work. Yeah, man, man. That's funny that that's funny you mentioned that kind of like this community. Especially, especially people who are who are doing cool shit, man. We kind of like look out for each other, and I actually I made a post about that today. Actually, on I hate to bring up a fucking Facebook post. But, no, 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 please. Um, but I, I, about- I made a post about that because it kind of it kind of upsets me. You hear all these people all the time talk about I got to get out of Destin, you know, fuck this town, you know, whatever. I'm like, no, you're just a miserable cunt. <laughs> and if you go it, wherever you go, if you're gonna, you know, Asheville, Colorado, whatever town in Colorado. Chicago, fucking Austin, Texas, wherever you go, if you're miserable here and you're surrounding yourself with negative, like negativity and, and, and bad people here, yeah, you're going to do the same thing wherever else you go, you know? So it just kind of, it kind of upsets me because you hear, you know, how many, how many times, especially in the restaurant industry, how many t- times do you hear people like, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. I mean, less, than, I'll be honest with you, less and less and less this year, but mm-hmm. it's, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's the norm. Yeah. That's the norm. It's yeah. like, no, you're you're running from you, mm-hmm. and you're not going to escape you yeah. until you decide to change or... Absolutely. You yeah. Know, do something. It's just mis- like misplaced hostility, man. I agree Ra- with you. Rather than on your own, rather than on yourself, man. So. I, I think that that's... Um, I don't know. I think people need to be woken up. If somebody's like that, like, go out of your way. You can help that person. It mm-hmm. probably just takes a few words for them to see what they're doing, you know? And spread positivity. Yeah. Because I used to, I remember listening myself, having my friends throw my words back in my face. Like, dude, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, you're young. And you have all this potential. You could do whatever you want. You know, don't be, don't be angry at your situation. Change it. Do mm-hmm. something about it. You know? Well, you have to take control. You have to take control of the things that you can control. Yeah. 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 And not be so down on the stuff that you can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, I mean, well, it's hard to do. Yeah. But. It's part of life. It's part of growing up. I think I did a lot of growing up. Yeah. Hopefully. 
What over like the last year? Over, I mean, just, just just in general. Just from when I think about it myself, from a you know where I started to to where I am now, mm. it's like you grow and you don't realize. And man, yeah, can't believe I was that person back then. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so you mentioned earlier, man. We went to went to high school together. Um, did you grow up in Crestview? Was that a yeah? Did you go like to elementary and all that? Yeah, I went to elementary school, yeah. uh, Southside Elementary, until third grade, and then I went to Walker for two years. You still have family there and stuff. Yeah, my mom and dad, and my sister, they all live in uh, they live in Crestview. Do you go? Do you go up there from time to time? Uh, from time to time, yeah, yeah. yeah my kids, uh, my kids go up there every weekend. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, the, man, Crestview's grown a lot. I mean, it's yeah. it's nicer than it was in some ways. But uh, it's still exactly the same. But it's still <laughs> it's still. <laughs> It's still Highway 85. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, don't ever change, Crestview. <laughs> don't ever change and always stay north of me. Yeah, yeah man, that was, dude, that was crazy. Um, Crestview was a culture shock for me. Coming, you know, being a military child and coming from uh, Michigan, Alaska, North Dakota, Washington, D.C., and Hampton, Virginia. Wow. Too sweaty crestview. <laughs> it was like I was so pissed at my parents when they like when they moved us down there. Like uh-huh. cause I didn't eighth grade. Really? Yeah. So I basically oh, man. I basically went to high school there and then dipped out whenever uh whenever high school was done. Spent all your time cultivating these relationships with these people around these places and then go to high school somewhere different. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I meant. I I cringe when people ask me that. Be like, where'd you go to high school? I'm like, Fuck. You still do? Yeah. Man, not wear that. I just. It, I no one can finger you as somebody who <laughs> went to Crestview. No, wear that. I went to Crestview. No, there's a lot of good things in Crestview. If you haven't been to Desi's on Main Street, by the way, go go to Desi's on Main Street and have some lunch and, you know. Make sure you take a nap after. It's an awesome country buffet. Shout out. <laughs> Is that like a, like Tropical Palm? So Tropical Palm was an institution because people just went there forever. Uh, the food was pretty good. It was okay, but it was a diner. It was an overblown diner mm-hmm. that all the good old boys went to. Desi's is like a lunch buffet. I hope they're still open. I haven't been there in years. But Desi's is a lunch buffet where they make all the Southern classics, but they make them there. There's like people who care. There's nothing from a can. It's just like ridiculously awesome food. And go there hungry, eat until you feel guilty, and then go to sleep. And it's just, it will change your perspective on what country you're <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if I've be. been there. I've never heard of that. I Wait. didn't know, Chris, you had a main street. Yeah, yeah, it's a main. Just, uh, you know, man, if they if they let people do what they wanted to do, Main Street could be cool. Oh, it's getting there. Mm-hmm. There's like food trucks and stuff. Like people, like yeah. people are paying attention. I heard they aren't letting them serve like booze and shit though. Even though there's a distillery there. I know that's weird. I know. I mean, whatever. Maybe Baby steps. Booze. Like not serve booze at the restaurant. Yeah, shit like that. Well, if you got to think about it, Main Street is. Uh, Close to kind of a low income part of town and Oh yeah, the hood's right behind the hood's right there. Main and Street. I don't know, I can kind of see it, but at the same time, let's go. Let's go Crestview. Go industry. Yeah. There's like a ton of good restaurants just right there. There's an awesome barbecue place that my mom and dad like to go to that I've had 
many birthday parties at. I What's can't... that one called? What's it called? Hub City right Park. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think my parents go there too. It's it's good. It's yeah. really really good. Legit. Um, of course. Oh man, my favorite Coney Island. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Okay, so Coney Island basically is this, it's the greasiest place ever in a really, really good way. You order cheeseburgers, uh, if you're human, and they put this awesome chili sauce on it, onions, mustard. Watered down mustard. Watered down mustard. I think it's half mustard, half water. Well, they're trying to, food costs, bro. Yeah. And and while you wait for your hamburgers to cook, your half ounce patty hamburger to cook, you eat hot dogs with this awesome chili sauce with the same toppings. And uh, it's just... The sack it comes in gets really, really greasy. You have to eat it right then, and you have to eat probably five hamburgers and five hot dogs. Because <laughs> otherwise, you're going to just feel greasy and not shameful like you should. But do they, they wrap <laughs> them in that really, thin, uh, that really thin wrap paper yeah. that you just get the sheets out mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. box? Yeah. yeah, they wrap them in that shit. Oh, I know. And the chili sauce just seeps through it, so there's yeah. really no point in having a wrapper. It's like lingerie for hot dogs and hamburgers. <laughs> it's like, oh, come on. Just give them to me raw. Yeah. Oh, man. Damn. Man, we used to go, our senior year, like me, Blake Dixon, and uh, Dustin, uh, we used to like skip school and go to Tropical Palm all the time. Heck yeah. That's awesome. That was our thing. Smoke, like, you smoke some really bad weed. Go <laughs> 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 fill yourself with like fried pork chops and yeah. sweet tea and shit. You just, at that point in your life, you could just say weed because that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I shout out to um, Mr. Schrader, physics class, because he would let me, Leslie Glass, Munsell Mitchell, and Kristen mm-hmm. Kelly mm-hmm. go get, you know, whatever, just bring, bring back something. You yeah. Know? And uh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. I remember, in D- did you do DCT at all? DCT. Like with Mr. McSween, where you could work? Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't. Yeah. You'd have to go to, because like my senior year, I only had to take three classes, but you still had seven periods to fill. Mm-hmm. So I took my three classes. Then you had to take one class with him. And then three periods, you could go work. Um, so McSween, every day I'd go into class, I'd be like, hey, man, can I get a pass to go to the bathroom? Like, yeah, dude, here you go. I'd get that pass and I would just walk straight to my car. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking leave every morning. I I don't think I attended his class, a full class, more than like twice the whole year. What was up? I don't think so. (laughs) Uh, Well, McSween had an eye patch. Yeah, he did. (laughs) He could only watch half of you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I remember having. the library class at the very end of the day. Like I had to go and do stuff in the library. And I remember when Mr. Buckley finally looked at me and he was like, Anthony, it's your senior year. <laughs> it's like, this is seventh period. What are you doing? <laughs> like, like, what, man, you've been here every day. Like, yeah. What are you doing? Um, I was a good kid back in the day. Yeah, you were in band, right? I was in band. What'd you yeah. do? I played trumpet. 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 I, I was, oh, man. Played trumpet really, really loud and, and just good? yeah. I mean, I was pretty good. What chair? I uh, was first to third chair. I can't remember now, but I, I remember being third chair. Adam Goulet was first chair. Mm-hmm. Jana Crutchfield was second chair. I was third chair my senior year, but I was I think first or second chair my junior year. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Do Do you compete throughout the year for chair? Yeah, spots? there's there's like um. 
Like if you mess up, it's like one of those things they could hold over you. Okay. Like, oh, I think this person just jumped you a chair. You know, like just be on your best behavior. It's kind of like how, you know, you give your kids new toys just so you could leverage them against it's them. It's probably political too. Uh, maybe, maybe. I hope we're going to talk about politics. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some politics that go into that. But my time in band, oh, man. All the places we went. Um, like, what we were at? Well, we did the Fiesta Bowl Parade. I remember that. I remember you guys going I mean, to Fiesta Bowl. Awesome. That was absolutely awesome. Getting to go out there. I got to see the Grand Canyon mm-hmm. on a band trip. That's insane. You know? That's something I'll remember forever. Did they fly you guys out there? Or did yeah. you? Yeah. yeah, first time flying. Flying and then, uh, and I got sick instantly when I got that dry, arid air. Uh-huh. Mm. You know, living in a swamp my entire life. But, uh, yeah, memories for days, for days and days and days. And my band director, Mr. Cato, is like mayor of Crescent yeah. now. Yeah, people hate him. He well, they're ready for him not to be mayor anymore. From what I understand. Oh really? Yeah. I don't keep up with the local yeah. local politics. Yeah, I try not to. I wonder I why. Just see st- I see little things every now and then. He didn't like me after I left high school. I think I said something. I don't know what I did, but he man, he gave me the cold shoulder. I don't know what it was, but he just did not like me. I remember Andrew Pangle talking to him, and I was like, Oh hey, man, I always hey, liked. Man, I liked Andrew a lot. Man, Andrew Pangle. My gosh, what a stand-up, just awesome, yeah. sweet dude. I was really all the time man, for sure. Yeah. Well, if you disliked Andrew Pangle, it's because his yeah. you liked his girlfriend or something. You? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't yeah. because he possesses all the qualities exactly. that you realize you don't. If you don't like Andrew Pangle, it's because it's your fault. <laughs> you <suck. laughs> it's on you. We're That's crazy, huh? Yeah. We're are. a little behind. We're lagging a little bit. It's a little distracting, man. Oh. All right. Yeah. Cool. That fixed the problem. Jeez. We're back. Yeah. We're back. We're good. Sorry. And we're refilled. Ah. Our spirits are refilled. Yeah. So trip down memory lane, man. Talk I appreciate it. that. I that's I said names that I haven't said in years. Yeah. Thought about things I haven't. You yeah. Know, and got hungry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got hungry. Oh man, I gotta go to these places. We should do that one day, man. I'm down. We should go do like the Main Street Waltz. Oh, that, that sounds awesome, actually. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. You know, we can find some regs. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the hood, man. That's where the good stuff <laughs> yeah, right is. Dude, uh. people don't realize it. Now, going back to talking about that, people don't realize that um, in Crestview, and I'm not trying to glorify it or, or any, anything like that, but there's a very, very large ghetto. But, like, ghetto that you would think that you would see in South Central L.A., you know kind what of. I'm saying? Kind of. Yeah. Um, like there'd be, uh, there was a kid that I sang with in chorus who lived back there and uh, he was a black kid and he wouldn't let me drop him off at his house because I don't think they wanted to see like, I also drove a, a, a purple Ford Aspire. You know what a Ford Aspire is? No. It's like a Geo Metro. Oh, but mine was purple. It was like a fucking Easter egg. And um, anyway, so I would drive him home and he'd make me uh, drop him off at that gas station. Right outside, uh, right outside Main Street, right there. Oh, that's um, Bassam and Fahid's dad's place. 
I okay. can't think of the name of it, man. They had an awesome little lunch counter there, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, what is the name of that place? Thrifties. Yeah, I'd have to drop them off there, and then you walk home from there. Wow. Um, yeah, it's dangerous. So you never it's, figured it's out scary. if it was your car or... The or, if, or, if, or if it was because I was white. Yeah. It was probably both, man. Yeah. Yeah, you... Yeah. But... I used to uh, I used to work with a guy who lived uh, kind of behind Thrifties, and his name was Dwayne. I Dwayne, if you're out there, I hope you're still doing okay. Uh, but I would drop him off, and it was just like going into and this is gonna sound so stupid, but it's like going into another world. Like, man, this is impressive. Mm-hmm. Like completely different. The house is just like whoa, and I mean whatever. It's yeah. just it, it was very different. It's like something. I don't know. I wasn't exposed to like how is this back here? I never knew this is back here. I've lived yeah. my entire life. But what do you mean? What kind of houses were they? Just, just kind of dilapidated houses, mm-hmm. houses that hadn't been taken care of, and you know, just trash everywhere. Just and there's kinda... like people standing on street corners and shit. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like waiting. You know, whatever they're whatever the hell they're doing, man. You know, you don't want to, you know, don't want to prejudge that or whatever. But it's. I mean, is it still like that? Yeah. I think yeah. so. Uh, I mean, I, I would assume so. Yeah, I, there definitely has to be some of that still there. But um, I think a lot of Crestview is coming up. They're actually, I think, developing parts of that more, putting more like social. Like I remember when I had to go to probation, there was a place that I had to go to in Crestview um, that was in the heart of that, mm-hmm. like a little treatment center or whatever. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it it seemed like that kind of made cleaned up the area a little bit, and there's a lot of like industry right there, like local industry, like all those. There has to be tons of jobs, mm. you know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's all coming up. Maybe well, it's in all the military. Man, the military keeps that place. Military keeps too. all this place, man. We yeah, are so lucky sure. for that. Just a constant influx of people looking for new cool stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. man, that's all. That's all of us. We're all thankful for that. It's crazy. It's crazy how that floats yeah. our boat. Yeah. That plus uh, plus the tourism and tourism industry. I mean, man, we're on top of the world if we're if we're doing what we do. Yeah. Oh, for good. sure, man. With with what I do, I wouldn't be able to do this in very many places. How did you decide to do this? By the way, do what you do. Um, Man, this is going to sound really stupid, no, but no, it's uh, a booking agent that I'd worked with on a couple other shows. Like, I did a couple shows here and there, mm-hmm. um, and then when I started working at Funky's, like, I really kind of s- understood how it really works. You know, when you have bands in every night, oh, out every night, you talk to them, you develop relationships with them, you understand how the business works. And this booking agent that I really respect posted a, f- a freaking YouTube video, dude, and it clicked. <laughs> like, I was like, that's it. That's it. It's like, and basically, I forget I forget who the video was, but I, I repost it like once a year just because it changed my life. So maybe I'll do it for someone else. Right. Um, and oh, you mean like it wasn't his video? It was like no, like it was yeah. Like, and and basically, it, you know, the video in so many words was saying you know stop doing shit that means nothing to you, and you know get good at something that you want to do and eventually the money will follow because if not we're going to have a generation of people that are you know stacked in these cute cuticles fucking with the fucking 
fluorescent lights right. stacked on top of each other doing shit that they don't want to do. And I saw that and I was like, I don't think I want to bartend anymore. I was like, I think I'm done bartending. I'm pretty sure I'm done bartending. So I was like, I'm just going to be a booking agent. So I teamed up with uh, with another guy who was doing it here locally mm-hmm. um, and just outworked everyone, man. That's really what it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all it was. Oh, you could see that. Um, <laughs> because, man, even since then, I've had a couple of like, guys that are like, I want to be a booking agent. Like, can we go to lunch? I'll be like, yeah, we'll go to lunch. And then, you know, they do it for like two weeks and, you know, they, they're going to make like, you know, they make $100 that first month and I can't, I can't pay my bills on this. Well, yeah, no shit. You got well, to work two jobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to want it. You mm-hmm. got to be hungry. Yeah. And for me, I think it was a little bit of the desire to do that, but also the desire not to be bartending anymore. Mm, that was your motivation. Yeah. Both. It was both. Both, yeah. Because for the first time, I knew what it was that I was supposed to be doing. Oh, dude, that is such a yeah. strong feeling. And I tried so many other things. You yeah. know, you know how many things I failed at. Like, you know, I would not even failed at. Learned from is a, is a better word. That's it. But like, I did the military for six years, and I did really well in the military. But I couldn't stand it. Like as soon as as soon as I could get out, I was done. Right. You know, like I did a computer business for a while. I opened a I did like I traveled and opening some mellow mushrooms for a while. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no man, I can't do this. And just when it clicked, it clicked, man. That's so. awesome. What a great feeling, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. that makes me so. emotional. Yeah, I mean, oh. but the, man, the only thing is, though, is that could go away anytime. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think so. Well, <clears throat> in some ways, it can be restructured. It could be I think I'm established enough to where it's not going anywhere. Well, I, I would think about it like this. You have made the sacrifices, done the work. You have grinded the parts that you needed to grind, man. Do you ever lose that? Do you ever lose that uh, that will? Do you ever lose that experience? I mean, you have that behind you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's your that's honestly your buoy. You yeah. know, no one can take that away from you. So if you had to do it again, man, you'd just do it again. Mm-hmm. You'd make yourself happy. You'd find that place yeah. where you needed to be. Because I guess once you, I would think once you feel that, once you get that taste. Mm, that's mm-hmm. not going to go away. Yeah. You're not going to let that go. Yeah. And I mean, the worst, dude, the worst it really gets for me is some some days when I'm in here and, so, you know, someone isn't very nice to me on the phone or something or or just a strain of things that won't go my way. Right. Like, you know, I'll just I'll fucking leave. I'll just walk out the fucking door. <laughs> walk out the door, yeah. Yeah. I'll go to the gym or something or... Yeah, go get a burrito from Burrito del Sol or shit. So good, so yeah. good. Yeah, go to McGuire's and yeah. you know, when those guys come, the guy, uh man, I can't, I don't even know his name. I shouldn't. I know he's the Burrito del Sol brother, one of the two, maybe. Mm. Uh, but I'm just like, dude, why aren't you bringing burritos in here so I can give you some sushi? <laughs> like, please bring some burritos. They'll be on here soon. We'll tell. I'll tell yeah. Them. Do I'll you know what? Hint. Yeah, Burrito del Sol. Shout out. No, uh, and I want them to ask me. I want them to ask me, what kind of burrito? And I just want to say, yes, just bring it. Okay, just bring it. I don't care. It could be anything. Just yeah. let me have it. Yeah, so, but, I mean, you, so, back to you, though, man. Like, you're, you seem to be really into the restaurant thing. Like, that's what you're supposed to be doing, man. Like, you've owned, you you partially own some restaurants, too, and shit. Well, a restaurant. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was, uh. Yeah, I was partial owner for a restaurant mm. that uh, ended ended up not working out, uh, and that was a learning experience. Mm-hmm. But 
I know, uh, I know what I know how restaurants should be run, and that was uh, that was part of it, knowing mm. how it shouldn't be run. And I don't know. We'll move on from there. I don't want yeah. to. Name, I don't want. Yeah, to no, name no, we are. We are going to get into that. But Just um, saying. yeah, that was a. I, I guess ultimately the next step for me would be to own my own restaurant. Yeah. To do my own thing. And there's a million ideas for that. Mm. Uh, I talked to an Uber driver the other day who had an amazing idea for like um, like a catfish house, like a place that would work like in Crestview with, uh, with a catfish farm. And you would have like a deck on the catfish farm. <laughs> And you could like see your catfish being like, caught. Like it'd be like the lobster tank. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, the there, fuck no, out of yeah. No, that would be awesome. that would be awesome. And then and then it would be connected to a caches and it would be a BYOB to satisfy all all the all the uh, oh the Baptist God. churches. I mean, come on. And it would it, it would be border house seating. You would all you would sit down with a bunch of strangers. And you would pay your you would pay your money, and they would just bring out food. You bring out food, and the only time you ever had to get up was to go buy another awesome craft beer from Cassius because it would be BYOB. <laughs> I'm t- that would work. That would work. You could circumvent all the the liquor laws and get get rid of all that. You'd be connected to the ultimate buoy, Cassius, and you would be you know. Man, go catch your catfish. Go catch your catfish. Man, I feel like Uber drivers are the new, uh, like, like thought police, man. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, oh, dude, I was in an Uber yesterday, and he's talking about, uh, he, God, dude, I don't even know what kind of fucking truck it was. It was like a ma- it was like an excursion or some shit. I uh, get in this truck, I'm like, dude, you're just picking me up. This thing's like a fucking 15-seater. <laughs> it's got three benches in the back and shit. Dude has got, like, a cab system. Like, you know, it's like a PA. Like, yeah. it's not, he doesn't have, you know, like a couple, you know, 15s bumping in the back. He's got a PA system. He's got his uh, his uh, tablet, and he's talking about, he's like, man, I'm, I'm trying to figure this out. <coughs> he's trying to get to where he can run karaoke in his Uber. <laughs> and I was like, that's a fucking phenomenal that's idea. That's a phenomenal I was idea. Like, Look how big this fucker is. You get one bachelorette party, you want karaoke, you just fucking roll around. Yeah. Karaoke from bar to bar. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. And they'll call you back between. Th- that's. Cool. Oh, he had like the lights and everything did you, going. Did you get his like card or anything? Or, like, can you spend? You can spend all that money on that shit, but you don't have the <laughs> proper. Man, no, dude. I mean, it, I'm not saying it was like all professional. He went to. He, he must have went to. You know, I don't know somewhere and bought some, some on clearance bullshit and just kind of rigged it up because he could. You know, he's trying to run everything through his uh his stereo system, his stock stereo system. Yeah. Like, oh, you gotta. No, you, I mean, no, 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 no. What what he's done is he's that's a. Amazing idea. It is amazing. I think, I think, I mean, can you imagine this? Like impromptu party buses? Yeah. Like that's what, that's what that happened. That, that's how that happens. Like there's some guy who pays to sing karaoke. <laughs> like that's what, that's what his night is. I'm going to take an Uber and go pick up other people while I sing karaoke in this guy's. <laughs> so truck. he gets an audience yeah, every night. Exactly. <laughs> Why not? That's brilliant. Like I just pay the Uber driver so people have to listen to me the whole night. Yeah. I spent $75. I made a whole bunch of friends, and I sound amazing. Man, that gives me a really good idea. We should, uh, we should one night, we should do a podcast with the Uber driver as he picks up people. And we, we, we get random people on there from whatever kind of night they've had and interview them. 
You mean like taxi cab confessions? <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, no. yeah, that was done fucking 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Thanks, Never HBO. Mind. Shout out HBO. Probably not in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Shout out HBO. Yeah, damn it. That wasn't an original idea at all. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Can't take credit for it. Okay. So back to the catfish house, though. <laughs> yeah. Let's just let's dissect this. Is there? Will there be? Uh, are you going to farm raise the catfish right there? Absolutely. On premise. Absolutely. When you you can't you, you can't. Ca- ca- so can kids go catch their absolutely? Fish fucking, well, I mean, if they're skilled enough, up. yeah, sure. Yeah. If you can uh, if you can catch them, but uh, yeah, no charlatans here. No, there's real catfish there. You you go catch your catfish. If you catch your own catfish and you eat it boned in, I just gotta like gut it and fry it. Mm. Yeah, you get two dollars off your catfish. Bam, done just like that. Um, I don't know if you're here for the BYOB laws, but that that would be perfect. The laws, there's Mm. no laws, but the you know we're connected to a caches because there's how many caches are there in Crestview? A lot, like one every three hundred yards, which is great. I'm I'm down for that, man. Caches knows what the hell he's doing. so you, you just go I mean go buy your beer bring it back border house seating that's the key you sit at Lazy Susan's a la McGuire's mm. and uh, and you sit we, whole family can sit there or you sit at the communal seating and they just bring out food bring out awesome food have you ever been to um, like Lambert's yes where they do the exactly exactly what I was gonna say yeah. home of the throat rolls yeah. they'll do hush puppies there or something but uh yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about, man. A have bunch you been, of have you been there? hot as fuck. <laughs> yeah, no, catch it with your mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, that would totally work. That would totally work. You'd come in. Everyone would pay what fourteen ninety nine for adults. Mm. You know, nine ninety nine for kids. Yeah. and you'd eat awesome southern cooking, fried catfish. Bam, yeah. just like that. Oh man, you'd yeah, you'd have to killing. have a couple other items though. You know that. Oh, of I course. Just do catfish. Oh no, it wouldn't be chicken it, fingers for the kids. And shit. Yeah, you have chicken fingers for the kids. I mean, you'd have some mm. other pork chops, country fried steak, country for, fried yeah. steak. I mean, you know, baked chicken. You man, you would do it up. So, did you get the Uber driver's information? Like, y'all gonna team up on this? Uh, I did tell her that I would find her. Um, I don't know how you find Uber drivers, yeah. but I did send her. I gave her a tip and. When it says, do you want to give a compliment? I gave a compliment. Great conversation. And then I wrote, um, what did I write? Oh, yeah. Catfish Pond. <laughs> that was what I wrote. Catfish Pond. Dot, 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 dot. Yeah. So if you're listening to uh, to this podcast, know that I'm still thinking about you. Um, yeah, she was an awesome Uber driver. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. I took her from uh, Trey Cole's house, actually. Okay. Trey Cole. Shout out. I love yeah. you, man. <laughs> He's yeah. networked so many people to my restaurant. Yeah. Just brought so many people in there. Yeah. He and Sean Cam. Sean Cam, shout out. Yeah. Sean Sean hit me up the other day. I think we're gonna start doing like some jujitsu and shit. He's gonna I'm like get some lessons from him and shit. I heard about that. Uh yeah. oh, I heard about that on whatever it means to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was Trey Cole's podcast. Um Yeah, uh Man. 2017, bro. Yeah. Let's talk about 2017, man. It's been crazy. It's been crazy. All uh, politics and all that other aside, it's just, um, it's been a lot of personal learning experiences for me. And uh, I don't know, how about for you? 
thing? I mean, have things changed or have things... Uh, oh, all the time. The same. Things always change. Um, do you want another beer? Uh, how could you tell? Yeah. yeah no, I'll, I'll definitely, if if I may. Yeah, absolutely. I'll go on the beer run. Um, well, yeah, man, the band uh, the band that I manage, I work with several bands, but the band that I actually manage, they just changed their name. Thank you, Shane. Yeah. So uh, Continuum just changed their name to Imogene. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of what I've been doing all day. We did a social media takeover of the Destin Commons. Mm-hmm. So they basically give the band access to their social media lines, and we go through like uh, do like do shopping, go store to store, shit like that. Um, we kind of we went into a boutique tonight, and the th- each of the three members picked out an outfit for the other to wear. So like Caleb, Anthony, and Robbie were all in a dress, and. Uh, Wait, I and then this. Jess, yeah, we did a social media takeover of the Commons. Oh but, yeah, yeah, I did see that. Um, so anyway, that's fun, man. Yeah, we those, got some... those three really handsome and fit dudes. Yeah, in dress. I'm sure. Yeah, that was terrible. It's really funny. Yeah, but, uh, those those pictures should probably come out soon. How can that band get more handsome? I don't think man, it's possible. They really. I tr- I try to really look at it objectively and that's really hard to do because I'm so close to the situation. But when, when you want to talk about what, what people are looking for in a band, uh, number one, you have to be talented, not just talented, but uniquely talented. Right. You have to have a sound that is your own. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be good looking. You, I mean, you know, you have to be pleasant to watch. Um, you know, you need to attract people a lot of times in rock and roll or, or any kind of music, the way you're attracting people is because they want to. They're not only are they attracted to the art that you're producing, but they want to be you. Does that make sense? Yeah, uh, no, that makes sense. Like, I mean, whether you name it, like, dude, when Freddie Mercury, if you watch any like Queen, are you a Queen fan at all? Hell yeah. Yeah, like if you watch when Freddie Mercury first comes out on stage, that fucker just comes out and he's just fucking stomping around, prancing around, like, you know, dick out. Just whatever. He doesn't care. He doesn't give a shit. Like David Bowie, you know, all that Confidence. kind of stuff. Yeah, they just don't care. And they just exude that. You're like, man, I wish I could be like that. You know? Uh, so I think that's a lot of it, too. Like, um, But anyway, I think those I think those kids have all those qualities. Um, yeah. So. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. It's just, man. I haven't seen the, uh, the new iteration in person. Well, because I'm always working when they play. Mm. But uh, that new track sounds great. Yeah, because I. Man. Oh yeah, um, man. The it, video the video comes out on Friday, man. I'll show it to you after we're done. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm really impressed with the video. It's cool. Sneak peek. Yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah, I'm totally down for that. Um. So this is the part where we talk about religion. If, if you want to, yeah, we normally don't. But I mean, uh, I'm I'm down. We can talk. We can talk some religion, smack. man. You know, I'll be honest with you. I think uh, I think, and if we could not, I guess my parents are not going to listen to this. But I remember talking to you. I think about this a lot every time I see you. To be honest with you, because okay. I've wanted to have this have this conversation with you. Okay, I think about that conversation we had at KJ's. Um, R.I.P. KJ's. Uh, and I think about how just, man, how misguided, how much more I've learned since then, and yeah. how much the words that you said have just come back to to uh, to be real for me. And um, it's just... 
Well, let's revisit that conversation. Let's give it some perspective so people understand what we're talking so about. So basically, m- the conversation was was me discovering uh, me discovering that I all the things that I grew up with were kind of false for me. For you, you know, I had they didn't more, work for you anymore. They didn't work for me anymore. I had more to learn, uh, you know. And when you when you shoot out from something, you try to get away from it as much as you can. And oh, I'm um, I'm this, you know, you give yourself a label and, uh, and I don't believe this and that. And, and, you know, I'm an atheist and this is why, this is why all of the things that I believe are right. And this is why the things that you believe might be misguided Mm -hmm. because of blah, 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 blah. And at the end of the day, man, what are we trying to be? We're trying to be good people. Yeah. We're trying to connect and, kind of categorizing yourself like that is just ultimately a way to, to bring you away from people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you're absolutely right. I just, I kind of, I kind of feel like, wow, I was just a zealot, you know, yeah. I just, I, I went off and I, you really kind of, uh, I really, I really projected myself on you. And I, I remember a lot of that conversation mm-hmm. and it, it was just, you know, I was like telling you, like telling you, like, no, 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 no. I remember saying that all this stuff and you were just, man, you were so sweet about it. And, and just, I don't know, way, way more caring about us as people than I was trying to just get my idea across to you. And when it comes back to me now, I, I feel like I, I rather be like Jared then, than the Anthony I was then. And, uh, and I think that's how I am now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've uh, I've let myself be, you know, forgiving of past Anthony, and and now we can just kind of move forward. And I've never I've never thought of you that way though. Well, I, I mean, I appreciate that. Yeah. I I just I remember. I don't know why. I don't know why I remember that so vividly. But I remember that conversation so vividly. Well, I don't understand. What's the conversation? The conversation was me me being an atheist and telling him why God doesn't exist and all this other stuff and why God is not uh, the. And you had an argument about that? No, no, no. He wasn't going to argue with me. He's going to show me love, which is exactly what he did. <laughs> he showed me love and and just said his opinions. Unless I'm remembering it wrong, uh, well, I'd be interested to see what my opinions were six years ago. Because I remember, I remember having a couple different conversations with you about yeah, real about real shit. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, which I enjoyed because I mean, um, I don't, I don't feel like I don't, I don't feel like we knew each other that well. We knew of each other. We knew who each other were. Yeah, that's what it was. We'd, I, you know, I'd drink at your bar, you know, and and we'd see each other out and stuff. But yeah. you don't have those types of conversations. <laughs> Like like with people, unless unless when you start having them, you're enjoying the conversation. Right. If that makes sense. Oh, that makes sense. That's Which is, and really, I mean, that's why that's why I'm doing this. Mm. I, people don't do this anymore. I people know. don't sit in a room with each other and talk and discuss ideas and all that. It's fucking 160 characters to try to get your point across. You know, whether that's argumentative. Or, or anything like that. It's just ridiculous. People aren't talking to each other anymore. Yeah. But, I, man, I'd be willing to say, if we want to get into the, the whole religion thing, I'd, I'd, get, I'd probably be willing to say that my uh, my thoughts six years ago are probably still similar to now. Yeah. I, um, I think that oh, that's awesome. I mean, I, I just don't, I don't think that 
worrying about what's right or wrong when it mm. comes to spirituality is where it's at. I don't I don't think that that's the yeah. that's the point. I think the point is I think the point is to connect and uh and learn as much as you can from mm-hmm. other people and to yeah, to not be I don't know. I mean what the hell was I thinking? Like why why in the world was I trying to what was I converting you to? What was I what was I trying to take away from you? What yeah. was I you know, when I ask myself those questions, I just don't have any answers. Yeah. And uh well, I didn't tell you I was a Christian. No, you didn't. No, 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 no. It wasn't that. Yeah. It was just that my, I had I had to convey the fact that oh, I don't believe in God, and and I had to I had to do all of these things. Like your absolutism was just uh, as gnarly on the other side. Yeah, exactly. And and that's let's get to that because I feel like that's so important. I feel like that's so important, and that's the reason that um, just even us as humanity, us as a country. That's why we're having so many problems now because yeah. there's so many there's so many lines drawn in exactly. everything. Yeah, that says if you have to be over here on on this, you have to be over here on this, this, and this. And if you step aside on these two points, we aren't on the same team anymore. Exactly, Jared. Exactly. And it's it's silly. It's silly. It's silly, man. And and to say to say any of that, I mean, even even people that are, um, I don't. How is there even a religious right anymore? How is that still a thing? That's crazy. How are the the, the teachings of Christ? This is crazy. Are are aligned <laughs> with with what is going on on the right right now? Yeah. Woo! It's insane. Like, that is, like no, no, that's totally opposite of how Christ was. Yeah. Jesus died on the cross. Jesus died on the cross uh-huh. to make sure that you could have your guns mm-hmm. to make sure that gay people could not get married yes. to make sure. I mean, it's just, it's insane. That's insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it was. That's what you yeah. gleaned. That's what you gleaned from that guy yeah. dying on the cross that you love so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, th- and then where, man, where, where it gets really tough for me too are, um, regardless of the religion, you're you're basing your whole life's existence, however much time you have here on earth, you're basing your life's existence on on a book that no one believes is one hundred percent the word of God anymore. Like you can even ask okay, you can ask anyone, uh your your most uh ordained minister or whatever, you believe everything in this Bible is one hundred percent the word of God. They aren't gonna say yes. They're gonna, well, yeah. It depends on how you, you know, you need to look at this and that. Not that was Old Testament. Lots of copies. Then why the fuck is it there? <laughs> if you're just gonna dismiss it, you dismiss it. That was the Old Testament, right? Why is it still in your book? Yeah, you know. And the thing is, these people they they base whatever time they have here on Earth, um, they base it on this with with very little most of them have no idea what they're talking about anyway in regards to their religion or the Bible. You can ask them about things and they have no idea. Right. But yet they're right. And what they believe is right. And cause you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's disheartening to me. I agree. Cause if I think a lot of times I think, I think religion, I think I think they have a lot of things in their life that I wish that I had in mind. Being a, 
I don't want to say I'm a non-believer, but I guess that's the closest way I could classify what's what I'm currently dealing with. But like they truly 100% believe that they're going to see their dead grandfather or or their grandmother like when they pass away, that's just the next step. They believe they're going to be in perfect peace with them when they go as well. They're going to see them again. Like that has to give you some sort of comfort. Well, that's what it's for. And I and I don't and I I understand that and I'm envious of that. Cause I don't fucking buy it. Well, so you're does that make sense? Ignorance? Almost, almost. I wish I could feel that because growing up, I grew up in the church, and I remember feeling that. I remember how that feeling was, and I also remember the exact moment when I when I realized I didn't believe all that. I anymore. remember that. Okay, what was your moment? I remember mine too, dude. I called my dad. I told him, like I was bawling. Really? Yeah, it was hardcore. That is brutal. Yeah. I was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I don't, yeah. the way you raised me, the way I spent, uh, 18 years, the first 18 years of my life, dude, we were in church, man, the f- Wednesday, Sunday morning, Sunday night, I was in, Ooh, I was in church. Yeah. 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 And, uh, Baptist church. and yeah, yeah. And I, and I remember like, <laughs> I there means. was a certain <laughs> comfort level there because, it's it's oh, a lot man. easier, man, if you think that there really is some sort of being or something out there that's really looking out for your best interest. Is it? It was comforting. I mean... Absolutely. Yeah. So why would you want to lose that? Okay. Yeah, I see that. You know? But then as you start digging in, if you if that's how you're going to base your life, if you're going to base your life off of, off of those things, you really need to understand what you're basing your life off of. Mm. And then when I started to dig into it and... Uh, you know, just even things like, not only the way people treat each other, but just even, even things in the Bible, like, um, like, the, like the things that God would allow to happen to people. Like the story of Job. Are you familiar with the story of Job? I always think of Arrested Development when you say Job. Yeah. But, uh, maybe? I don't know. Are we getting we're, too we're, far into this? No, 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 man. no, We can, no, we can no. back off, man, because we don't no. normally do this on this podcast, but if we want to go... Well, no, I'm, I'm glad it's on mine. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. The story yeah, yeah. of Job... Yeah, basically, basically, God and Satan were battling with each other. It was a battle mm-hmm. of wits, basically. Oh, and, and they do the... Oh, they, they yeah. mess up Job. They fuck up Job. Oh, we'll bad. take this away from they him. They fucked him up bad. Yeah, we'll take his family away, yeah. but don't mess so, with his health, and then, so, oh, we'll yeah. Okay. So Job was God's most like loyal servant. Like yeah. Okay. God's I, I know. Boy. Yeah. Satan said, "Oh, really? He's so faithful. You let me have him. Yeah. Let me have him." And supposedly, the devil fucked Job's everything. Yeah. Everything. Mm-hmm. Children, Multiple children, times. Children, Multiple wives. times. Yeah. 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 Like terrible. when he was six hundred and fifty years old, he just still couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, he still couldn't get okay. it together. Yeah. So just, just totally uh, jacked it up. And and to me, like even even the fact that there's a hell. Okay. All right. And this goes back to another another thing that I've thought about, about how we hold our own accountable. All right. If you have a, if you have a child that is just an awful, awful child, that's still your child. You're still going to love that child. You're still going to hope for what's best with that child. You're going to work with that child to, to make them the the best, give them the best chance that, that they possibly can. Right. Even though it's a, yeah. a terrible, of terrible course. child. Would you ever wish for that child, even though that child rebels against you and all that stuff, would you ever say, I'm going to send you to, an eternal place of damnation because you didn't do exactly how I said. Would no. you ever want that for your child? No, absolutely no. not. No, I don't believe that's love. 
If God is love, that's not it to me. And then, and then there's also the story of like Esau and that shit. Like, the, um, I think it was Esau and Saw actually, to where um, before they were even born in the womb, uh, basically, one of them, uh, the story in the Bible was one was born evil, right, um, and tormented, an evil and tormented soul. So why would you, as a creator who's all loving, why would you allow that? And that's really when I had a, a really hard time dealing with any of that. Why would you allow? Why would you allow someone's existence on this earth to just be that of suffering and evil? That's your plan for them. God has a plan. Here's my plan for you yeah. to have a tortured life and be evil and torture other people. Well, isn't, isn't that all first first yeah. testament anyways? First, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that's the whole point. Yeah, yeah. But that's the whole point. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, he had to fill a quota. You yeah. just sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I gotta have I gotta have seven of these. I gotta have seven. Yeah. Of, I'm uh, sorry, man. We just went down the rabbit hole. We no, should okay. have done that. No, no, here let me tell you okay, so there there are two different instances where I was just like, Man, bullshit. <laughs> it was uh it was it was um when I asked my mom, I was like, Okay. When I realized that my grandfather, who I love, uh, was not my biological grandfather, which doesn't matter. I mean, he's he was How old married were you? to. Uh, when you found that out, probably nine or ten. Okay, nine or ten. When I when I kind of realized hmm. like why they had a different last name than I did, and um, I was like, well, when grandma and grandpa die, like, is grandma who is grandma gonna be with? In the afterlife, that's what I thought, because I always thought that you're going to be with your family in the afterlife, so mm-hmm. husbands will be with wives, blah 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 blah, and all that all that would work out. And I remember thinking that, like, wait, uh, she was married to my dad's dad, who I never met, mm-hmm. and uh, and he died, and then now she's married to my grandpa, and then when who, I just who gets do, who gets her in the yeah, afterlife? I, just, I couldn't do the math. Yeah. What a fucked up thought for a ten year old. Okay, that's, right? But that's that's how yeah, that yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Shane. Who the fuck were you? <laughs> yeah. Well, see, when I was like what nine, ten years old, I was like, "Mom's, I'm not doing this anymore." <laughs> and, and, and my parents were just really cool. Yeah, they're like, they were they were in like Southern California, you know, raised, but then we came to the South. So uh-huh. then my grandmother got like into you know Southern uh-huh. Baptist, and so I got into that, and I was like, "Yeah, mom's, this is, this is bullshit." She's like. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty much bullshit. It's yeah, pretty much bullshit. You <laughs> man, how lucky for you, man! I was an altar boy and just uh, until I so was you were Catholic. 21. You grew up Catholic. I grew up Catholic. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so back to your story now. That when you're having this conversation with your mom at ten, and you asked her that, I'm, I'm assuming you asked her the question about yeah. Well, what she, was her response? She answered it as in uh, props to my mother. Uh, she answered it as well. That's just that's not how things are. You know, everyone lives in harmony. Uh, this is how I remember it. What, how, what she told me, I don't know. But um, everyone lives in harmony. Everyone's at peace. You know, it's not about that. It's not about wh- where you were on the human plane. It's where you're going to be on the spiritual plane, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. That's actually that's, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah, that's a good answer. <laughs> I mean, my, that, my mom has my mom has good answers, but it didn't satisfy. Yeah. So. Yeah, I just, I thought about that. And then the second thing was when I was an altar boy, I remember going to get communion, which were little wafers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, wine. we did communion in Baptist church. And yeah. wine. Yep. So, with you. Yeah. 
and also with you. And uh, and I remember them. I remember people saying that the actual wafer was turning into the body of Christ. Like that's what you believed. That's why whenever you wash the vestments that those are set on, you don't use soap and you make sure that they go into the ground. Uh, you make sure that if, if, if somebody tries to take the Eucharist and it falls on the ground, well, you, you know, you get it up and you eat it, you mm-hmm. know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a sacrament, you know, it's been sanctified. So you just, you don't waste that. And it was, you believe that it's the body and blood, the cracker and the wine of it, like that to me, the, the cognitive dissonance of that was just like, what? Like I see, I mean, I, I mean, those are, like I go get those, man. Like I, I know. I open the plastic. Yeah, I open. Yeah, I got, I got, I got two thousand of those bread chips back there, bro. They look like trident. Exactly. Somewhat. Are are they were yellow? uh, Yeah, like like pale yellow, just like that big with a cross on. Half my family is Southern Baptist. The other half was. Catholic. Okay. I got. I got nice. the best of both worlds. Nice. I think that's <laughs> why. <laughs> yeah. Done so. <laughs> Done so. Yeah. So, you know, uh, cath- to be honest with you, Catholicism has helped me out a whole lot. Um, most of the Catholics and oh oh and shout out to Mormons because did you know Mormons growing up? Oh man, weren't weren't they like the Mormons we went to school with? Weren't they just pleasant? They're the nicest people ever. Nicest people, insanely nice people, fucking ever. Yeah, it's amazing. It was bizarre. By the way, I I tried to, and this is to an aside. I tried to uh, say to myself, I wasn't going to use the f word on your podcast because mm-hmm. I want your dad to come on. Yeah, because your dad. <laughs> <laughs> your I already ruined that, man. I've said it like five times. Tonight. I know, I know, and that's why I'm saying fuck I know. now. He'll come but, on anyway. <laughs> okay. he'll, he'll come on anyway. I figured he would. I figured Maybe he would. I don't know. I don't know how much he actually listens to. <laughs> no, just, like, I guarantee he's turned it off yeah. like seven times. Every that's, time, that's enough for today. Yeah. <laughs> well, every time I said it, I was like, man, I, I said I was going to do it for Jared. <laughs> uh, thank you. Oh. I appreciate that. Oh. But, uh, you know, just, man, Mormons are just really, I just think about that and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe they really have it. They have a bad rap. You know, they're new kids on the block. Mm, I mean, right. Uh, but, man. Did you know, like, Zach Lawson, shout out, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I remember him. He was a talented baseball player. Yeah, heck yeah. Oh, he, he, he was ball. a crazy athlete. Yeah, like Dallin, and Dallin Parker. Dallin Parker, yeah. yeah. Another guy. Um, uh, some kids I played tennis with, like the Wilson family or something. Like yeah. the, Coach Michael. Coach many, Michael. Yeah, oh, the many. Michaels. Yeah. That's right, the Michaels. Big Mormon family. Big Mormon family. Uh, Jennifer Melvin, my first girlfriend ever, yeah. uh, converted to Mormonism. Yeah, There's that uh, I have in a Crestview. Like that's that big of a population. Yeah, we used to sing uh, once a year. We'd sing at their church. It was a good sized church, man. Probably like five, six hundred people in yeah. the church. Wow. Yeah, just incredibly. I just cannot imagine. Like, man, Mitt Romney, where were you this year, bro? Like, yeah, just too early. Yeah, four years too early. But it's just. Uh, yeah, I love it when I love it when people from other religions call bullshit on other religions. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite. Oh, they are crazy. <laughs> are they? You think what they believe is crazy? Are they really? Yeah, let's let's com- let's compare and contrast. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I I have love I have love for good people. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you belong to. Yeah. Now. I guess that's my whole my whole point of of going down this rabbit hole. And thank you. It was just man. It's not about that. It's mm-hmm. not. A, it's not about that. It's not about how you get here. It's the fact that you do get here. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, that's what we should all celebrate. Yeah. Man, I was talking with a friend. <clears throat> I was talking with a friend of mine. I won't say his name, but um, he he's been he's had a rough like he's had a, had a rough go of it like the last year and a half, and then he's been having a lot of problems like just keeping his head in the right place about just life and, and all that stuff, and and really questioning his own mortality and shit. Which is, you know, I talked to him for about a half hour the other day. I was like, man, I think about it all the time, all the time. You think about that kind of stuff, um, and and where it gets really frustrating is I feel like as we age. Um, you get better at life. You figure it out. You find out what you enjoy. You find out things that truly make you happy and you do those things, which is kind of like, it makes it tougher because the more that happens, the more you realize that your time is is finite. Yeah. And it's going quick. So it's not, and, and, and that's, I was trying to explain to him, it's like, it's not death that scares me. It's all the, and it's not even <laughs> what happens after that. It's all the things that I've come to enjoy and all the things that I've learned. Sitting here talking to you, man, you know, uh, the feeling when you, man, when you just kill it at work one day and just yeah. things are falling in place, uh, having a great relationship with people who are close to you, having several people that you're close with, yeah, you know, um, several, man, just, like just living in this town, dude, I could, there's probably 25 to 30 people that I could like tell you that I love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah, like I that. I, that I legitimately love these people. Yeah. How many people can say that? You know, um, yeah. or, or even take take a moment to realize that, and that's really where that whole mortality thing comes comes to mess with you. Because as you get older, you figure it out a little more. Mm-hmm. Your relationship becomes more real. You you figure out the things you enjoy that are better for you, and then like I said it starts to fuck with you a little bit. <laughs> you realize that that shit can go at any at any second. Well, and know? when you realize, like, damn. Like all these adages you hear your entire life, like life is short. Like holy fuck, it is short. Holy shit, I'm here to. No, no young, no young asshole, no young thirteen year old has ever said life is short. Mm-hmm. Like who has said that? Like yeah. or like you get what you pay for. You get what dumb you shit like that. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know how true that is. Absolutely, <laughs> like, absolutely. Be- become a parent, and then all. Oh man, there's a ton those there's a ton of those yeah and it, it just they're all true yeah it's because it's experience and that's like yeah heed those heed mm. those life is too short yeah. for fussing and fighting mm. my friends yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean you know um shout out that quote right there mm. i will remember that quote forever because mrs carter's class miss carter miss carter's class third grade Southside elementary garrett mangelo Garrett fucking Mangelo. I don't know if I know who that is. No one knows who that is. <laughs> That's the point. No one knows. Garrett Mangelo st- stood up. He was the outcast of the class. Nobody understood this dude. Him and um, I can't think of the other dude. But they stood up and sang that Beatles song. And it was just like, holy, we, uh, that's the first time we all heard. So there's no time for. Exactly. Exactly. There's no time for fussing and fighting my friends. Hmm. And that was just, he said, he sang that so emphatically. And it was just like, oh my God. Yeah. And I will always remember that. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually going to go look him up on Facebook. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully he's there. Yeah. Hopefully he's there and I Reconnect, can tell him. Man. Yeah, I, I will. I promise. I promise. Dude, if you, if you reconnect with him on Facebook and you tell him that story, one of two things is going to happen. Either he's going to think you're a creepy fucker or he's going to, 
you know, like hopefully like a decent person would do would be like, man, I'm that's insane that I made that kind of impression on you at that age. Yeah. I I mean, like, thank you. I'll be honest with you. I'd be happy for a compromise. Yeah. Somewhere in the middle. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah, like, what the yeah, fuck? I, I, I mean, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I kind of sort of remember you. I'm flattered, you creep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy that you even remember that, man. I couldn't tell you who the fuck my third grade teacher was. Yeah, no, you guys gave me some good drinks. I can remember shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, gosh. Mortality, man. Yeah, see, I, I'm never worried about the. Oh, I'm gonna miss these things, or or you know, you gotta cherish these. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm always in the moment. I, I'm I when I get mortality always fucks me up about what I won't be able to experience. Or oh yeah, that's what I'm sure. saying. But well, it's like, yeah. it's like I just I want to see that shit. Yeah, I want to see us be you know just you know I want to see us like on another fucking planet. I want to see yeah. how how these Absolutely. countries are gonna work out. I want to see how humanity is gonna work. I would just want to be present to see that. Yeah. 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 I want to be. I want to be that guy a hundred years from now, being like, "Oh yeah, I remember you know, you know, push you know buggies and horses and bullshit." Like, oh, I remember just having an old piece of shit iPad and blah blah blah. Yeah, and exactly. You know, I, wanna, I remember dial-up internet. Yeah. Anybody? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I want to be that guy. Yeah. I want to see like technology just. I remember what? thinking like iPhone has like the internet. Like, what the fuck would you want the internet for? Like on your what? Why would you want that? Like, well, even like I'm yeah, kind of t- embarrassed to say that. Like, like 12, 13 years ago, though, like even say it's someone like, like we worked at Mellow Mushroom, and say like someone was tossing a piece of really cool, and you want to take a video of it, and you can send that to someone in Japan immediately. Yeah. Like thirteen years ago, that was unthinkable of. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd have to, you know put that on some sort of hard drive and mail them that physical copy of that yeah. video to wherever. Like and now that's TV instantaneous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's, that's just in that short amount of time, man. It's wild. I know. I know. Yeah. It's yeah. when you, when you think about these, uh, gosh, like Ray Kurzweil, like you listen to that dude and it just mm. make you hopeful and then immediately depressed. Yeah. Because, uh, well, for me, because it's like, man, I want that. Mm-hmm. Like I would just, It'd be awesome to live forever. It'd be awesome to get so sick of life. You'd be like, nah, I'm just going to jump off a cliff. Yeah. Like, I've had so much That life. happens to people, man. Yeah. I mean, and it, well, not to, I, I guess I'm not speaking on on that front <laughs> yeah. at all. I think it's yeah. really, I'm like, we're like, I've been around for 600 yeah. years. Like, you've done yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Done. Well, I, I was going to say like six. 6,000 years. Yeah. But um, but whatever, I mean. Hey, uh, according to a lot of people, that's how long the Earth's been around, man. Ooh. A Gross. lot of people believe that. I had um I actually have somebody who's pretty close to me uh on a daily basis try to convince me that the or or make an argument for flat earth. Mm. And and I and what happened oh, was man. not really though. Well not really. Well, they're kind of fucking with you, right? <laughs> no, I have, I have a coworker that did the same shit. And I no, to, but they're kind of messing with. Well, me. what happened was, is I had a third party there, somebody I really trust, and he backed this person up for for this reason. Don't worry about how silly the argument is. Make sure that you know what you're talking about, you know. And offered some offered some criticisms that I couldn't answer. Basically said, like, how do you answer these questions? You know, you the knowledge that's there that that you know is to be you know to be true. Like, do you know that? Do you know uh, what you're talking about? And that was the lesson that I learned. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, we'll learn the science behind it. Yeah. Be be able to answer those questions. Don't just say, okay, well, you're a fucking idiot because mm-hmm. 
why are you an idiot? Well, because you're an idiot. Yeah. And uh, and that was that was useful in that way. And this person is amazing in every single way, and uh, almost every single way. Yeah. And I don't hold it against them. It's just a skepticism that he holds, and I'm not I'm not gonna or ooh. I use the pronoun uh, that they hold. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. I, I don't care. It doesn't really bring anything away from them. But it's just weird that that, like, athletes, like, have you heard of, like, there's some basketball or football athletes that still believe that the, or do believe yeah, that the Kyrie Irving's one uh, that but I that Kyrie Irving, Someone told me that. But that argument, Will you look that up? But that argument, I think Kyrie Irving's a flat earther. But that, yeah, man, go ahead. But that argument is still the same thing. It's like, okay, uh, uh, why do you believe well, that? Hold on. Because I read it in a book. You know, this one? Yeah, the light just broke in there. Though. Let me give you this. <laughs> okay, yeah. Cool. It's right there on the left. Go ahead. But Go you, ahead, Shane. You know, it's, it's, it's that. Why do you believe that? You know, why do you believe, uh, uh, you know, the earth is round? Well, you're just reading it out of, out of some fucking book. Yeah. You know, I mean... Is that well, the there's argument? globes and pictures and gravity. And, oh, I understand that, that there's, there's, there's evidence as opposed yeah. to blind faith. Yeah. But is that not, that's the argument, isn't it? I think there's people who truly believe it. I think there's also people who are those trolls. And yeah. that's why, because they're trying to just challenge. With people. They're, well, they're just trying to challenge your. Could just be an experiment. Person. We could all just be an experiment. Well, and then that's also a theory, right? Yeah. It'd be and, like Westworld. And well, and then we're all, we're all living in a matrix, man. Mm. We're all in somebody else's video game. Yeah. Somebody else's fucking movie. Yeah. You know, I mean. The whole hologram thing, that's actually like a legit theory. Uh, fuck, I'm gonna, I'll have to look that up. Um, but basically where uh, the universe itself is a reflection of itself. So basically we are holograms. It's this weird fucking thing. I'd have to look it up. What am I looking up? Is Ky- Kyle- Kyrie Irving. Is Kyrie Irving really a flat earther? Is Irving... Flat Earther. <clears throat> Someone told me that the other day, and I didn't believe it. Oh, dude, ads on ads on uh, the news are stupid. All right, this is what Kyrie Irving said about Earth being flat. How was it, man? Everything's okay in there? Uh, yeah. I think so. Yeah, no, that was... That's that's a tough one, man, because I have to share that bathroom with, uh, like, ten other restaurant employees, so it's not always the most pleasant. Uh, oh, man, are you, are you kidding me? There's, um, oh, pleasant bathrooms. <laughs> this, this, isn't, this isn't even worth talking about, dude. I mean, this dude's like... This okay, guy doesn't guy. matter anyway. Wait, but this dude's out of his mind. I mean, he's talking about how all the planets are aligned. Like that's not that's not true. Like the, maybe for him, but what do you mean? Those maybe for him. Maybe for him. Orbit, or, orbits are orbits. Yeah. Even if it's even the fucking Earth's flat, you can see the goddamn shit move. I mean, oh man, there's about? uh there's there's bullshit excuse for everything. Um, it's just they lie to us, man. It's okay. Man, this is talking about the JFK assassination, and all kinds of weird shit. Oh no, the rabbit hole will go deep. The thing is, is that these people are not. It's not like anyone who is in a position of power. Holds ridiculous opinions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Man, what's your take on all this all these dudes like jerking off and fucking trying to fuck kids and shit, man? Whoa. <laughs> you know what hey, I'm saying? What we, like, oh, well, oh, 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 we're talking yeah, about like uh everything. Weinstein everyone and everyone. Ro- fucking Ro- more. Yeah, more fucking everyone. That's crazy. Oh, Okay, so... Dude, not to get too into your shit, but you grew up in the Catholic Church, and that shit is plaguing the Catholic Church. Do you ever have anybody try to fuck you? No. No? You never had to deal with any of that? No, I just... Because that shit is rampant in the Catholic Church, man. No, I'll I'll be honest with you. Father Ryan, uh, rest in peace, and I can't remember the other dude. But, um, nah, man. That was... I, I think it's... No. No, maybe we weren't pretty enough. I don't know. Yeah. But it, it was just... <laughs> it's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, def- really not definitely, I'm definitely not. No, don't. No. I'm 14% victim. <laughs> yeah, I'm 14% victim. <laughs> Have you seen that shit? No, no. Have you seen that shit? We, yeah, we talked about it last episode. I don't want to talk about it again, but like, we'll get into it real quick. On South Park, they did this thing where they got their... Uh, everyone was getting their DNA test done on... Uh-huh. Uh, like. Uh, what is it? Like Ancestry. Yeah, Ancestry.com, where they uh-huh. do the, like, the, the tongue swabs oh, and shit. Oh, boy. And like, people would, they'd find out that they were like 6% Pacific Islander or 4% American Indian. So they started to, you know, I'm 6% victim. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Man, it's just, man, it's crazy all over. It's crazy all over. And it's, all of these things are just meant to um, divide us. Meant to just point out how we're different mm. which is uh silly yeah because at the end of the day we all have the same struggles mm. and uh most of us do there's a lot of us who the big things we have to deal with in life we share a lot of the times oh that's exactly i'm gonna say you know, that from now on yeah that's exactly what it is yeah. the big things in life we share yeah big struggles in life we share yeah. and uh yeah yeah that's that's totally well, what that's, it's all I mean, about. That's just that's absolutely true. I mean, the human condition is the human condition, you know. And it is. It's all. It's all divisive. It's also distracting. It's distracting from the real shit that they're uh, yeah. doing. Well, man, I made a comment the other day um, to my wife. I, I I hate to use the term progressive or, or anything like that, but I tend to, if I had to choose a side, I would I would choose. I, I would choose more the left. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I lean more left on most situations. But I was having the conversation with my wife. We were talking about how, how I think it's... I really shouldn't say this, but like, I think it's ridiculous how you have these people who, um, who want to eat all organic, mm-hmm. who will, you know, are super strict about their diet, super strict about, you know, yoga and spirituality and all that stuff, and you know, uh, clean eating and all that shit. But then they'll they'll fucking inject Botox in their fucking face, and then and then they'll you know and dude as far as like the man I've never had to deal with it so I don't I don't want to speak too much on it but like as far as the transgender thing, like you can be so supportive and tell everyone they should be eating a clean diet but then you're gonna you're gonna be suggesting that people pump themselves full of hormones that are alien to their body because of the way they feel, which is fine. If you want to do that, that's just fine. But I think there's a, I think there's a dichotomy there. We could be honest about it. I mean, totally. I think yeah. there's a super dichotomy there, and that's not even me trying to say you can't do that or you shouldn't have rights that someone else should do. I just think it's ridiculous that you you're gonna make sure that your chickens are free range and hormone free if you even fucking eat meat. But you're totally cool with someone shoving Botox or hormones into their fucking body I, to change themselves the way the they want. Thing. I think that's bullshit. I think because because that's the same thing of like. You, 
uh, uh, any male or female, regardless of what you identify gender-wise, might be low in testosterone and estrogen. I could still be a, a vegan and whatever, and I have got low tetos- testosterone, and what, me taking testosterone is me being a hypocrite? Well, For different ways. Well, I, I, I who mean, really I, knows? Well, I'm just saying I don't, I don't buy I don't, I don't. I agree with most of that. I don't agree with the hormone thing. Well, yeah. I, I, I don't... Okay. Well, I don't think... Is that what you were saying? I don't think somewhat. I don't, somewhat. I, I think I think I understand what both of you guys yeah. are saying. I don't know if that matches up. Mm-hmm. I, I think that if uh, there are definite people who were born the wrong gender, mm-hmm. or they feel that way, yeah, and uh, and that's their struggle, you know. And um, I don't know if it's as widespread as it's made out to be but i know for sure there are people who feel like they're out of their skin you know and man i support that bring yourself happiness mm. you know do what you got to do um at the same time i also support people who want to eat healthy and want to make sure that they're eating you know uh, man joe rogan says it all the time he goes out and kills his own stuff like joe mm. rogan like go do your stuff man Dude, i got tickets to see him today oh did you really? for new orleans yeah the pre-sales went on yeah. Oh man, I would love that. Got New Orleans. I would so love. Excited. Oh man, yeah. I would anyway. love to see Joe Rogan. But you know, I can I can understand both sides of it. Yeah, you wanna you wanna live a healthy life, healthy life, and and do all this other stuff. And okay, cool, go do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also as a person, just support people and their pursuits. Even if it's misguided, even if they're if it's a it's a pursuit that's on their journey to to being a person like like when you supported me and let me talk all my bullshit to you, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that was yeah, you let me do that. Mm-hmm. So people have to do things for their own reasons. Let's be supportive. But at the same time, I can understand why we don't want to invite all this yeah. ridiculousness. Well, I mean, just another example, man, we had to take Mr. Martin's economics class. In government class to pass high school. Oh, remember my, that shit? That fucking bigot. Yeah, Jesus that, Christ. That motherfucker. One day he in class he was like talking about how he wanted he needed to have a sawed off shotgun in case anyone tried to break into his house and was talking about all his guns. And then he was like, you know, my rights don't end where your beliefs start. And I was like, what about abortion? Ooh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know, that's someone else's right, but you believe it's wrong, so that can't. So really, same deal, man. You want to have all your fucking guns and shit. This person believes it's wrong. Your rights don't end where their beliefs start. But when it comes to abortion, yeah. So yeah, that guy fucking hated me. So he hated me. Though he hated me too. Oh man, I'm so good. I have my yearbook. Oh man, yeah. In my yearbook, Jason fucking Fowler wrote "Fight for Those Gay Rights." Yeah. I still have that fucking yearbook. Fight for those gay rights. Yeah. In 1999. Like yeah. fuck you, fucking faggot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean that at all. Edit that. Um, <laughs> No, but what happened was, uh, what was his name? Mr. Martin? Mr. Martin was like, you can absolutely judge a person by how they, by their sexuality. That was, that was how he felt, you know, and he said that in like that class. that motherfucker said that in class. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, was, it, was, it, was it was, it was really 1999. bad. And the it thing is, this was a yeah. retired, this was a required class you had to take your senior year. Yeah. So if you mess up, 
you don't graduate. Yeah, government and economics. Like yeah. you, you, you can back me up on this. This yeah. this guy was a total, a total bigot, and it was just I was like, no, I was like, absolutely not. No, you can't judge somebody on their sexuality, and the class was aghast. Well, some most of them were. Yeah. Let's um, crush well, you ninety eight. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it, it, I just I was like, no, 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 and and that I was the only person. To speak up. And in my yearbook, there's like three or four instances where people, uh, Jason Fowler was the only one who signed his name, was like, fight for those gay rights and mm. blah, 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 blah. It was like, no, man, that's not, that's not what I'm talking about, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. People uh, are silly, man. No, just they are silly. Well, it just, it was what it was. The, all those young people, all those young people who wrote all that stuff, man, they probably don't mean it now. You know, they probably have not. a bigger perspective. Mm. They've probably grown up. Yeah, you you'd know? hope not. I hope not. I've grown a lot. I don't, I'm definitely not the seventeen-year-old. Not, not even close. <laughs> that was half a lifetime ago, bro. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I'm about to come on like twenty years anniversary, and I'm almost oh tempted. Almost. Tempted. Are you gonna go? Almost tempted. Oh, I didn't go to any of mine. Oh, I'm mine. <laughs> I'm not I going to most of my classmates. There's a, there's a couple of people. Well, I really did not hated, but I didn't care for a lot of them. You know what I thought? I thought most of the people who would go there, I would not want to see anyway. Yeah, you know, yeah. Zach Michael. If you're out there, I still love you like a brother. I will forever. You know, he's he's my first, he's just my best friend. I just yeah. love that dude, and uh, he lives in Colorado. Yeah. Does it doesn't smell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what do you He's the uh, anomaly, he sells his piss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Killing it. Killing yeah, yeah. That's what he does for a living. What no, do you well, do? I piss five times a day. <laughs> I piss five $50 times a, a pop, bro. <laughs> yeah. Paying rent. Yeah. I drink smart water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't I don't even know what I would do. I don't. I don't even know what I would do with one of those. One of one of those things, man. Like my what reunion? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, well, my ten. My tenure was last year. I didn't go. But I. Well, I still got a koozie. It was at the bar <laughs> down the hill. <laughs> yeah. So I just waited for everyone to come up the hill. Once they got tired of that shit. Oh, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh cool. Yeah, I'll take a koozie. Man, the because uh, my man, me, the crew was really my crew in high school was pretty much uh, me and me and Blake Dixon and and about five or six other people that we hung out with. But the thing is, like we'd hang out with the skaters, we'd hang out with we'd hang out with everyone though. Like when we have when we have parties and stuff, like we were, the, like you know, some of the more preppy kids would come over and kick it and shit too. You know, like yeah. it was, that that was really cool, man. It's really funny that uh, that show on net. Do you have Netflix? You're on Netflix. Oh yeah, that American Stranger Vandal things. show with the where they draw the dicks on the cars. Have you seen that? I was gonna watch that yeah. when I and then I realized that it was like a manufactured show. Like I thought that was yeah. real, and I was yeah. like, oh, I'm kind of. <laughs> and then I realized I was like, oh, man. In Blake Blake Dixon one day in my on my purple Ford Aspire. He went out on my windshield on the last day of school and drew a big red dick on my windshield. All right. So I'm walking out of class and as soon as I make it out, out of the doors, I look at my I look at my car and I see a big red dick on my car. And then I see Blake like a couple cars down and I was like, oh man. And then Mr. Jones is right there. And uh he's like, Hey, you want to explain this to me? And I was like, explain what? 
He's like, what's going on with your car? I was like, obviously, somebody drew what? You think I drew a dick on my car? I was like, you're really trying to get me in trouble for this big red dick on my car. Right. Like, no, you can't do that. There's no way I drew a dick on my car, dude. Like, that's not that's not me. Right. <laughs> so meanwhile, Blake's just cracking. He thinks it's the funniest thing. He's about to go down for this big dick that he drew on my car and shit. That is the so, funniest thing. So, but it's it's just so funny because that's basically what that whole series on Netflix is about is. This dude that went around drawing a bunch of dicks on cars. Did you finish the whole thing? No, man, I couldn't. Rhino <laughs> Flanagan's in it, though. Yeah, he is. He's all, he's all in it. Why, you, why didn't you finish man, it? Man, I got through two episodes of it, and, and then I realized there were like 10 episodes. I, like, I can't watch 10 episodes of this, oh, man. Dude, I don't have that it, kind of time. Like, dude, it's, it, it's so good. Yeah. yeah. I think <laughs> episode five is like, what are you doing? You know, it's like cereal. <laughs> 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 you follow cereal at all? It's that the, same the it's podcast like, serial podcast. They they have done like a documentary. It's that's it's that exact same shit. Oh. Yeah, but this is about dicks being drawn on cars. Well, hopefully you guys have all watched Stranger Things. Yeah, uh, I had to stop last time, but we're gonna well, pick it up. I can't watch. Yeah, you listen to last week's. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> we had a bad edible. Me and my wife had a bad edible experience, and we got to put <laughs> got to put Stranger <laughs> Things on the shelf. For I understand. I understand. Yeah. I understand. Fit yeah. man, finish. Oh, God, yeah. strange. Yeah, I think things. we're like I think we're like four or five episodes in, but I think we probably need to go rewatch like two, three, and four, <laughs> wherever the fuck we are. I can relate. It didn't go so well. Yeah, it didn't go well at all. But but no, man, that. It's re- it's really hard because you try to monitor how much time you're actually allowing yourself to watch TV, um, but it's gotten so good, man. Yeah, there's just some really good content out there. It's there. It's like I feel like no, 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 no. You're auditioning for my time. Mm-hmm. Like I'd no, am I gonna watch the show? Nah, I don't think I am. And it, and that causes a conundrum. It's like you have to negotiate what you're going to watch with people and it's like are you going to are we going to watch your show you're going to yeah. watch my show i don't think i just judge a book by its cover no thanks yeah. you know uh stranger things if you don't like stranger things well dude i normally just keep rewatching the office that's because, fine. Because um, that like way- normally when I watch, it's like when I'm going to sleep anyway. Yeah, and I don't want to okay. spend 15 minutes looking for the perfect thing to watch. I'm only going to make it 10 minutes into it anyway. So I'm just, I've watched the, through the office like five times. Yeah. you No, you're creating an algorithm for mm-hmm. somebody who's listening to this be like, no, we got to fix this. Because yeah. that's how most people feel. Yeah. Like if I want to watch something I know I'm going to laugh at, I know I'm going to enjoy. Man, Arrested Development. Yeah. First yeah, three seasons. Too. Like, yeah. let's just let me have that. I got all them jokes. Yeah. I got all them. And then when, when the, the random like new joke slips by, I'm just like, oh, it's justified. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it was there. I found it. Oh, it's yeah. amazing. You're a oh, man. What a time we live in now. Yeah. Yeah. Look at Dude, even this. Look what we get to do. We get to sit in my office. Talk some shit on some USB microphones. I, exactly. Have a drink or two. Uh, drink kick or it. Two. Talk about whatever we want to. Whatever we want. Man, I've yeah. had more drinks tonight than I've had in a long time. Have you? Yeah. You going at it? I'm not. Well, yeah. good. I hope you enjoy yourself. I, man. man, I have enjoyed myself. Yeah. It's. I try not to think the fact. Drink. <laughs> I try <laughs> not to think of the fact that all of this has been recorded. Isn't it weird? The well, first, you... like the first twenty minutes, you're ultra aware of it, and then you kind of just slip into it, and we yeah. just go right. Yeah, I feel more natural now. Yeah. yeah I, I. I wish you. I wish I would have been more cognizant of that before. Yeah. That's how it works. That's how it is with everyone who hasn't done it. I think I've, I've, I think yeah, I've listened to this before. And yeah, that's what you said. 
Yeah. That's why we make you sign the paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sign this paper. So, we ke- so you can keep those first 20 yeah. minutes. Sign this paper. Shane was like, don't worry about reading all of it. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I won't. <laughs> first 20 minutes are going to suck. Yeah. No. Well, sweet, man. What is there anything else? Any other last shout No, I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you so yeah, much. You too, I man. I mean, I've I've been uh, like just enjoying this whole process. Like really the the tension of coming on here was amazing cuz I <laughs> I had started listening I will listen to all the podcasts. I listened to the to the to the names I knew. Mm-hmm. I didn't listen to Colts. I I will, for sure. Good. But uh I was just like, man, this is great. This yeah. is a really great venue. Man, you were just you're just a badass. Thank oh, you. On. Thank you. Well, I know. I know. Oh, it's your podcast. You want to listen to all that. But thank you for what yeah. you do. You know? Yeah, for sure. You, you bring us all on and, and, uh, oh man. Yeah. You, you feel like we all feel. You're just brave. I look enough forward to, to this every week, man. You should. Every week, man. You like, should. Like, I really do. I think, I, I, I don't want to speak for Shane, but I'd say Shane does too, man. Well, I hate it's, this shit. It's really, yeah. <laughs> I hate this yeah. shit. It's a drag. Let's do yeah. it again. And really, I mean, honestly, the most, when you're going to talk to someone for an hour to an hour and a half, it's normally, you know, at a, at a function or a bar or something like yeah. that. It's not just you in a room where yeah. that, that's all you have. Um, no, it feels real good. And yeah. then I realized on the way over here, I was like, who did he say was going to be the, and then I realized the name, I was like, oh my God, it's Shane. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, it's Shane. <laughs> so just two of my favorite people. I really yeah. appreciate it. it yeah. It's just, oh. I've been looking forward to this since you brought it to me. And then Trey Cole told me about it and he told mm-hmm. me he gave me a shout out and then I went and listened to it. It was just um, an amazing process. So uh, thank you. Well, thanks, man. That's thank awesome, you. dude. Yeah. No, no, it was awesome, man. And I listened to Dan Collins and the fucking, uh, yeah. Dude, I yeah. went over to his house this weekend to watch the Cleveland Browns and Detroit Lions game. I'm Ooh. a big Detroit Lions fan. Oh, I know you are. And he's a big Cleveland Browns oh, fan. Oh, yeah, I know he is. And they're 0-8, or they were until we beat them, now they're 0-9. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it was it was an interesting experience, man. Was it really? Yeah, for sure. I don't like watching football games with other people if it's my team. Oh, really? And their team. Yeah. I'm a really good person to watch football with because, man, my team, win or lose, it's about that journey. Who's your team? Well, Florida State and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. okay. So I'm really humbled this year. <laughs> Super yeah. humble this year. I just, man. Trust the process. Trust the process. <laughs> trust the process. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. No, I get that. No, for sure. It's yeah. a, oh, man. I love it. Well, cool, man. Thank you so much for coming on. I hope you enjoyed yourself, dude. You're uh, welcome here it. anytime, man. Thank anytime you. Anytime you want to come back Thank on, you. let me know. Man, we'll I love do you. It. Thank you. We'll do it for sure, man. Thanks for coming on. Of course. Uh, thank you to everyone for listening. Go eat some motherfucking sushi from Please Anthony. do. Please do. Yeah. Happy tell hour, four to six, yeah. Monday through Friday. Yeah. And t- what, tell them about happy hour. Oh, so happy hour, we do uh, uh, nine, eight of the rolls off of the, uh, nine of the rolls, whatever, off of the menu, half price. And it has a uh, Maguire's happy hour tacked onto it. So. You're yeah. just not gonna miss with that, and just come see you us. Do the whim to you roll, bro. Whim to you roll. Yeah, the whatever it means to you roll, dude. Well, you just have to give it to us. Yeah, come in there. Well, you make the whim to you roll. Yeah, whoever listens to this, they come what? in there and get it. Like that's a that's like a thing, man. You know, you're in. Yeah, um, we'll come in. Dude, I, I, like I, said, I haven't been yet. We'll go in, do a little R and D. Yeah, dude. I'm no. I'm serious. That's the yeah, thing. Let's do it. We'll, we'll do, do, the we'll do that, roll, bro. 
<laughs> One of those like off menu items like In N Out does with the animal style. Oh, dude, we're shit. we're king of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, cool. Thanks for coming on, man. Thank you everyone for listening. Email us wimt.podcast at gmail.com. Talk some shit to Shane. He'll get back with you. Thanks for listening and uh thanks again for coming on, brother. Anytime. Cool. I love you. Later, guys. Bye.